Hey guys, what's up? The Big Kahuna, Chris Samoa here. And uh, listen guys, I got to tell you about something that happened to me when I was in college uh, that changed my life. And there's been so many things that have changed my life. I know you guys hate working jobs. I know you want to figure out how you can stop clocking in in the morning, how you can live your life day by day and be free. And you're like, Amoa, you do it. You, you've been able to do it. How do you do it? Listen, guys, I'm going to tell you about a situation that happened to me that made me say I would like to make a living by living. And let me let me let me tell you what happened. So I'm in college and uh, I was just going to a little community college. And um, I remember that I had no car at the time. I just got done. Actually, I moved to the city. Um, I'd actually moved from a city to a city. This was actually in Iowa. I moved from Iowa City to Cedar Rapids and I was in Iowa City working as um, what was I doing I, was, I believe I was doing oh, flood restoration I was doing flood restoration and um, uh, I remember that I was I became partner at the company because uh, the guys and gals who were working there uh, the owner ended up firing them I'm not even kidding you he fired them just so he could uh, get more money and do the jobs himself and I was so shocked like all I know is one day we were a company, we were thriving, there was a bunch of people, and then next thing I know he fired everyone and it was just me and him. And uh so uh anyway, um I ended up actually quitting. Um I quit because I found out that the guy was a complete psycho. He was a nut job, I had no idea. So I actually ended up quitting the job. So what happened is uh after I quit the job, um I had no transportation because I was driving a work vehicle. Um, I had no place to go because him and I were actually roommates at the time. And um, I, I remember I was just screwed. So I uh, called some people that I knew. I was like, hey, you know, I'm in a jam and, you know, I need a place to go and stuff like that. And uh, I was already in college in the other town anyway. I was already in college in Cedar Rapids anyway. So there's no reason for me to even stay in Iowa City. I was already going to college in that town. So I ended up uh, moving to Cedar Rapids to the town to go to college. And when I was this, this, and this, this is, this is where the moment happened. I was in the, I'm going to say fourth week of the year. I was in the fourth week school that just began and uh, I don't remember what class it was, but it's something involving language or something like that, I believe. And I'm sitting there and everything's great. I walk into this class. There was no problems when I walked in. Um, I was the only cultural person in the class. Everyone else was Caucasian. I don't know what type of Caucasian they were, but everyone was definitely Caucasian. And uh, I sat there the whole time and I thought everything was great. You know, the teacher gave us instructions about what the class would be like, what's going to go on in the class. And uh, I thought it was going to be solid. Uh, class is over. We didn't have to take any notes. There was no homework. And uh, the teacher, she seemed really nice. And uh, everyone gets their stuff together. Everyone leaves. And uh, I'm in the hallway. I had only been about two feet out the door when the teacher grabs my backpack, grabs the bag I have on my shoulder, pulls me over 
uh, to the hall and uh, says this to me. She says, um, this, the, the kids in this class have been doing this for a long time. And I, I didn't know what she meant. Like, what? What are you talking about? She said, the kids in this class have been doing this for a long time. She's like, these kids are scholars. They know what they're doing. They're going to high places. And I, I was still like, what? Is this some type of secret community class? Like, <laughs> only these kids and you are allowed to be in this room or something? Or I didn't know what exactly she was saying. Like, this is this some type of higher intelligent class? They're smarter than everyone on campus. I, I didn't know what she was trying to say to me. Then she goes on to say, have you thought about dropping out of school and just getting a job somewhere? And when she said that, I realized what was going on. I realized that I was being racially brutalized out of an education. It had nothing to do with intelligence. It was the first day of class. There was no test. I remember thinking that the class would be simple. I seen, I, I had the books. I had all the books for all my class. I, I made sure that I paid full for my books, just like I paid full for my tuition. Yeah, that's right. I paid for my college on my own and my books. I didn't need anyone's help. And uh, I was really surprised by this. And this moment ended up changing my future because I had already dealt with racial issues before. I had already dealt with adversity and drama before. You know, I grew up without my parents. You know, my mom murdered my stepdad. So I didn't have a mom or a stepdad. And my actual dad died when I was eight years old. So I never had my parents. Yeah, I had a lot of crazy stuff happen to me growing up from molestation to racial profiling. I, I, you name it, it happened to me. Guns, drugs, you name it, it happened to me growing up. I got shot when I was 10 years old in my shoulder. And so I had already dealt with adversity and drama growing up in my life. This was nothing new to me. It was new to me because it was on such a higher playing field. You know what I mean? It wasn't it wasn't racism in the street, like someone comes up to you and they're racist. This was racism on a higher playing field. This was this wasn't some guy at McDonald's mad about his you know, this was an actual professor at a college telling me to drop out and get a job somewhere. On the first day, nothing had been taught, nothing had been discussed, just simple lesson plans, introductory to the class. I remember that uh, the teacher had dropped a whole bunch of stuff on on the way in. Now I'm thinking, is that because she's seen me in the class? <laughs> and you know, now when I think think back about it, there was very few people at the college too that were of my skin complexion. But to go on, I uh, I realized that there is no 
and this this ties into everything right here there is no way to escape unless you just fucking escape and that's the bottom line you say fuck what people say fuck what people think i'm going to make up my own path i'm going to make up my own titles and i'm just going to fucking escape Because if you don't escape, you are stuck being a mindless, controlled slave. You have someone who makes billions of dollars, millions of dollars, literally controlling you, controlling how you feel, where you're at, what you learn, what you do, and none of it benefits you enough to actually have a life. Your life becomes their life. Your soul is gone. And if you end up finding one of those jobs where you're stuck at a desk, you have really sold your soul because you have become a puppet. You don't even get to control what you say anymore. And you are completely under the control of someone else who makes tons of money while you have to sit there and stare at a screen. It's cattling and uh, it's it's not paid very well. There's There's millions of people in this country, billions of people around the world. We know this, we know that, you know, millions and billions of people. But you are not getting paid enough money. And I realized that I was about three years out of college, roughly two, three years out of college. And I was working a job. And for the first time ever, I had, I'm going to say a mental breakdown or I just broke down emotionally because I remember at that job, I was busting my ass, doing the best I could. And it was just a little shitty job inside of an airport. It was a a little restaurant in an airport, a little cafe. But, you know, there was also food that was served. So I was also cooking there, etc. And I remember one of the managers came up to me. I was in the back cutting fruit. And he accused me of doing something. And I was trying to explain to him that no, I didn't do it. It wasn't me. I just walked in the door. And uh, he had accused me to the point where he had threatened to fire me. Now, just the day before this, I was racially attacked by another manager there. And there was only two managers. (laughs) And uh, I won't get into the other situation. I'll just talk about this one. And uh, he didn't believe me and he threatened to fire me. And then someone else who was constantly always bothering me. Once again, I was the only black person at this job. I was surrounded by like 30 white people. I was the only black person. And I'm black and Samoan, so cultural person, you know, multi-culture. I was the only person there like that. Um, another person who didn't like me very well, like, and then for no reason, this was an old lady who didn't like me very well. She, And it's not that she didn't like me. She just constantly wanted to bother me. She knew that I was too young for her to have sex with. And she also knew that she wasn't attracted enough. So her way of being around me was being around me, bothering me in any way she could, trying to disrespect me and bother me. She comes up and she tells him that he's the one who actually did it, had made the mistake. And then the top matters off, he just says, oh, yeah, you're right. 
So he did it, admits he does it, and then that's it, just walks away. And I am I was literally just up against a wall a few seconds ago, preparing to get fired for something I did not do, I knew I didn't do. Just to have the person who did do it just say, oh yeah, that's right, and walk away. No apology, nothing, just walk away. And I mean, you should have seen the aggression from this guy. Now, when this happened, I went berserk in my head. I wanted to blow up the whole damn restaurant. Fucking, I was like, yep, exactly what what, what we need. A brown guy blowing up a fucking airport. (laughs) I just remember that moment. And that moment combined with that other moment from the college within those few years made me realize that this is 100% not what I want. And I'm the type of person where no matter what it is, if I want it, I will immediately adapt to it and I will have it. I will change whatever I have to change to get it. I will make it happen. If I want it, I will make it happen. So I, I knew right there, like, this is no longer what I want. This is no longer what I want to do, who I want to be, the type of person I want to be. I knew that it was just not what I liked. So I made a change quick. I, you know, got out of that situation. So look, guys, hey, I know that I've been rambling on for a while. This isn't supposed to be a long motivational speech or anything like that. I just wanted to talk about, you know, and I've gone through so much stuff, so much adversity and things like that. I just want to talk about this one moment that happened to me in college where I realized where my life changed. And hey, guys, once again, thanks for tuning in, listening to the Chris Amoa Show, the Big Kahuna. All right. I appreciate it. Hey, don't forget. Leave me some messages. Let me know the type of things that you guys want to hear. What do you want me to talk about? Feel free to do it, and I will make it happen for you, okay? Hey, I'm more nose.